welcome to the Untitled Car Show. I am your host, Mike. Um, so let me apologize for no episode yesterday. I thought I had one in the can, and I somehow lost it. So a little late this week, but we're getting out a little impromptu episode. So I am back from uh, my little family trip to Chicagoland. Uh, just back in Maryland. Weather's actually pretty gorgeous here. It was actually pretty cold in uh, Maryland, and then random truck just stopped on the road. Thanks, buddy. If you can't pull all the way off the road, why are you? Anyway, um, but the weather here is actually fairly nice. It's been, it was like in the 60s. It was almost fall weather in Chicago, and back here it's summer again, so we joked with the wife that we took a brief trip to fall. Um, I'm currently being driven slowly nuts. Have you ever had um, a noise? And this is, I think, a big difference between uh, car enthusiasts and non-car enthusiasts. So I'm in the car right now. Um, I don't think you can hear it, but um, there's a little rattle in here, and it's driving me mad. And... um, Whenever I experience this in the car with the wife or past girlfriends or something, I'm like, oh, do you hear that? Do you, do you hear that rattle? Do you hear a little noise? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't know if it's just a hypersensitivity to like noises and stuff when you are used to driving crappy cars um, or if it's just a... I'm an enthusiast, I know how it should sound, so as soon as there's a noise that doesn't make sense, um, it starts to go a little nutty. So, I assume, I assume there's something in a uh, pocket over here that I can't get to, so I think that's the uh, cause of that. What the heck is going on up here? Little truck pulled off the side of This is the second little truck, just not completely out of the roadway, pulled off to the side of the road. Strange. Anywho, um, off the drive off. Yeah, so no, it's, you get in to the car, you're used to the noises and all the um, little nuance of your vehicle, and even the Challenger, like, with this big, booming, you know, straight pipes I had on that thing, like a little rattle would exist, and I would be like, what is that? Why can I hear that? So, I don't know, you just get in tune with the vehicle, you you know how it should sound, and then when something's even the slightest bit off, you kind of know what it is, and there's like people I know who you get in their car, and I'm like the, I had this discussion with my brother, because he's got the... There's a little wonderful uh, XC70, which I adore, but, like, I can't help but, like, nitpick the moment I get into a vehicle. Uh, not even on, like, a critical level, just, like, I'll hear a noise. He needs a uh, steering wreck. Uh, so I got in the car, we're driving around, and he goes to turn, and the steering rack makes a thud. And I go, ooh, like that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to, like, be that guy. It's just one of those things where 
it's hard to kind of contain that when you're used to it, you know. Uh, a lot of what you do, uh, especially when you spend time in front of uh, camera or microphones or stuff like that, is you you react to everything. So, because it makes a better, uh, you know, video show stuff, because if I didn't react when people were talking with me, it would just be silence when they're telling a story. It's already kind of awkward when you're trying to impress an audience, but you can't get feedback from the audience. Weird podcast, YouTube thing. Anyway, so uh, I need to stop that, but I've gotten into ex-girlfriend's cars, and it's been absolutely awful. Um, You know, there'll be noise and rattles and creaks and moans and groans, and it's just like, why are all these noises in your car, and where are they coming from? And they'll be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, how do you not know? Again, I get to the point where you, as the driver, just kind of get used to all the noises in your car. Uh, But I feel like an enthusiast or someone who at least values their car kind of knows where all this stuff is coming from, as opposed to, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I just turn up the radio really loud and then I don't ever hear it, which I have done in the past. Uh, Back when I had the Saturn, part of the reason I went with the four-door ion over the two-door ion with the manual um, was because it had a better sound system. So uh, I would drive around on the daily with that thing turned up to 11, and people would get into the car, I would crank it down, and I would talk with them, and I would notice rattles and creaks and stuff that I really didn't notice when it was turned up really high, which... All right, it's an issue, but, like, I basically almost lost a wheel bearing without even knowing about it, simply because it took forever for it to make a noise that was loud enough to be audible over my loud music. And because of that, um, like, I went on a road trip and then stopped in Virginia, and I was at the uh, Firestone. I was like, I think something's wrong with my tire. And they're like, no there's something wrong with your bearing. So they pulled apart the bearing and showed it to me, you know, why I believe them. It's like, this is, like, you can hear a turn, and it just sounds like sandpaper in there. Like, it was awful. So, you know, don't listen to loud music on your radio, maybe, all the time. Um, I don't know, just get used to the loud noise. The other weird thing, too, is, so, drive around, uh, here today, um, I'm behind a BMW Z3, and I go, oh, that's cool, that's someone who likes your car, appreciates your car, um, but the center taillight and the driver's side taillight will burn out, or brake light, I guess, not taillight, and I'm like, how are you the person who drives around a, you know, fairly nice BMW, maybe like mid 2000s, like 2005, 2006, whatever those things were kind of like first coming out, Z3, but you don't know, that is an awesome pastel, like light blue on a Fiesta. Anyway, uh, problem with me driving and doing these is I get easily distracted. So the 
Uh, like, how do you not know brake lights are coming out? I mean, again, I'm not the best at checking that, but you get warning lights, you get, you know, a little bit of information. Stuff doesn't seem quite right. Um, people tend to stop you and wave at you, or you'll have friends when you go to car meets to be like, hey, uh, you have a brake light out. It kind of weirds me out when I see people not aware they have brake lights out. Uh, turn signals I kind of get, um, although most of the time, like, the wife's escape had a turn signal burn out while we were driving back from Chicago, and the blinker goes faster. Not a huge indicator, but just enough of an indicator to me of, like, oh, that that's out. So, I don't know. I do like to test you kind of you kind of get used to um, the sound or not the sound but the light level that's behind you you can kind of tell when you're maybe this is a big city thing too because when I used to drive around Chicagoland there's a lot of mirrored buildings and when you drive up against a mirrored building a lot of time what I would do is you stop, well, not you stop, but when you're at a stop sign and you look at left and you can see your brake light on the left side, or if it's on the right side, you can look right and see it on the right side. Um, a lot of times I check it in like the chrome of like guy dude road trucks, which is probably their only use they serve to mankind, is I can see each individual light when they come off to tailgate me. So you just kind of, oh, my right light, my left light, my center light, those are all working good to go. Um, I mean, I'll check if there's a car behind me uh, or a car in front of me that's got like chrome on. I'll use it to check lights. I'll use it to check uh, turn signals. I, I will, uh, like the F-150 that I just passed, The as long as it's got a chrome bumper uh, or a semi-reflective bumper, I always use those things to kind of check my lights uh, when I'm driving around. I don't know. Am I the only person who does that? Um, I'd be fascinated to hear how you check your brake lights, tail lights, and all that, because I just want to get in my car and drive when I want to drive it. Um, and that's kind of my favorite thing about the tire pressure monitoring system is, yes, you should check your tires once a month, make sure they're inflated right, it saves you gas. I'm lazy. <laughs> I want to get in the car and drive. <laughs> To me, it's not fun to have a, you know, it's not fun to check tire pressure. Um, so I like that it just kind of lets you know, hey, dumbass, put air in your tires. Um, there's, which is weird when I see people driving around brand new cars that should have tire pressure monitoring. And they're driving around basically flat. It's like, how are you ignoring this light? Anyway, um, the lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, no. So I don't know. I'm curious to see how everyone else kind of checks their uh, tire pressure or not tire pressure, their lights, their indicators. Like, do you and the missus get out, check it by hand? Do you have a uh, system similar to mine? I'm really curious. And then I was enthusiast, like, part of the thing we like to do is, uh, you know, enjoy driving. So 
why not enjoy driving, you know? Um, whew, sorry about that. Messing around with the uh, recording device. The other thing is T-shirts should be arriving soon-ish. Uh, remember, if you want a Untitled Car Show sticker to go along with your T-shirt, uh, just tweet at me uh, a picture of you with your shirt. Um, I will DM you, get your address, and send you a uh, sticker for your car or laptop or whatever you want. Um, I really do appreciate, again, everyone who went out, spent their own hard-earned money, getting a shirt. Um, it, it just makes – it's just such a wonderful thing to – know that there's people out there who enjoy this thing I do enough to kind of try and support it and make it, you know, bigger and better and all that stuff. So um, I do kind of feel like maybe I let some of you down this week with the lack of episodes, which is what I'm trying to make up for. Um, I would recommend after you listen to this, if you feel you need a proper hour-long kind of thing to listen to. Uh, go check out the Team Pure Coat guys. Uh, they answered some of my questions. They didn't answer on the 100 episode. Uh, spectacular they did. Uh, one of them, they challenged me back with a, uh, you know, what's the worst, I asked them what's the worst thing they've ever done to or in a car. And they said, now like, we need to know what's the worst thing you've done in a car. And I don't know about the worst thing I, oh, wow. Good way to get into an accident there, buddy. Um, I haven't really done anything bad in a car, per se. Um, it's not a very, I don't know, very straight-laced kid as a child. Um, I would say the worst thing I've done to a car is probably what I'm doing to the Volvo right now. Um you know, ripping it out, kind of half blind, not really having too much of a plan of knowing what I'm doing. But that's a bit of a cop-out. Um, the worst thing I did to a car, um, oh, God, there's a, I'm not sure if I told this story on the uh, podcast before. So um, I'm like 17 years old. Um Parents are out of town. They went to Florida. I hate Florida. So uh, they leave without me. I'm going over to, or I've been over at a girlfriend's house very, like, very early on. And again, very straight laced kid. This is like the second girl in. All honesty, very much out of my league in terms of, like, looks. Um, very cute girl, very smart, very charming. Um, there's a whole nother story with how all that went. But anyway, um, go over there. Uh, I think everyone thinks this is going somewhere where it's not. Um, I go over there, and I'm hanging out with her with, like, three... Like, uh, she was a co-worker. Um, she had, like, a bad boyfriend. And 
um, either that like kind of scummy shoulder to cry on deal where it's like, oh man, just tell me about all your problems, blah, blah, blah. Like three like weekends before this. And then like last weekend is the weekend she broke up with him. And then that weekend she's like, you know, we're sitting there, we're 17. Again, I'm a very straight-laced kid. Um, you know, start making out, start, you know, a little hot and heavy and everything. And she's like, you know, I want to see you. I want, you know, to date you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't want this to go too fast sort of deal. But, again, I'm happy, kind of conquered what I needed to conquer. I'm getting into that zone. So uh, it's getting to be like 1 a.m. or at her parents' house, and it's like, I need to kind of sneak my ass out of there. So I sneak my ass out of there. Um, I'm super hyped up on, you know, 17-year-old hormones. Uh, because we didn't really do anything beyond just, like, making out a whole bunch, it's just testosterone and, like, endorphins and dopamine, and I'm just, you know, like, ready and raring to go, but I'm happy, even though not doing the deal. Anyway, um, so I'm driving like a bat out of hell. And uh, in the town we live in, or technically it's a village, um, there was a lot of development going on. So there was like a six-inch high curb uh, that, you know, comes up goes over, goes down, and on the other end of that curve uh, is nothing. So I'm driving the relatively new Saturn, and the I'm driving like just, like I want to put my dick in something, basically. So uh, I drive, I take that corner way too fast, learn a little bit about understeer, uh, put it up over the curb, uh, try and correct, which is the worst thing I could have do, pull it back over the curb, and I just shred. I'm talking about absolutely shred the uh, tie rods, the steering rack, everything. And now, keep in mind, this is a car uh, my parents bought for me uh, because my $50 piece of crap tracer that I had was a, you know, driving death trap. Like, seatbelts didn't work in that thing, nothing worked in that thing. So, um, it's my parents' vehicle. They're out of town. It's like 1.30 in the morning. I'm like four blocks from my girlfriend's place. And I have no idea what to do. Like, cell phones at this point are like brand new. So, I go and bite the bullet. And now, to everyone who's listening who maybe is not of quite the appropriate age to be listening, let me give you a piece of advice. If you are just a nerdy person, uh, by your character, you're very straight-laced, you can get away with a lot of bullshit uh, when you do eventually decide that you're going to act a little naughty. Um, simply because, wow, he's a giant nerd. He's out till 3 a.m. playing the, uh, you know, games and all that stupid crap he does. We don't have to worry about him. So, 
It's 1, 1.30, closing in on 2 a.m. I bite the bullet, and mind you, my parents are, I'm in the central time, it's 1.30. My parents are in the East Coast time, and I bite the bullet, I call them up and say, I wrecked the car. And they're like, why are you out at 1.30 in the morning wrecking the car? And I'm like, um, I was just kind of couldn't sleep, so I just went out for a drive or whatever bullshit excuse I came up with. And they're like, well, maybe you shouldn't do that in the future. So they uh, tell me what to do because I wasn't really aware of what it was. Uh, as I'm talking to them on the phone, police officer pulls up, like, hey, I just need to make sure you weren't drinking. I just needed to talk to you for a bit. Um, he writes his little report, and then I'm sent on my way. So uh, I'm sitting there, and mind you, my parents are out of town. I got to work. I got to do all this stuff. So you know, I get the car. Tow truck guy comes. Um, he tries to give me love advice, which is hilarious. Um, Skeeter, three teeth, not really. It's Naperville, so it's very bougie area. So I remember at the time thinking, like, oh, this is like a hillbilly guy. Um, probably would be, like, one of the nicest and, like, higher-class people um, in, like, the redneck area I live in now. So um, get in the tow truck, driving back, all that stuff, handle it, you know, which is – a good learning experience, I think, for any 17-year-old of here's how you handle when your car gets wrecked. This is what you do. You know, it's not stuff that you can really learn if you got someone holding your hand while you're doing it. So uh, get the car to the shop. It's sitting there. You know, insurance takes care of it. But positive side of that, now I got the parents' big old car, the big old Taurus with the nice large back seat, the big old abandoned house, and a new girlfriend. And that's kind of where I'll leave that off at. So um, I know it's fun. It life is weird. The um, lost my train of thought. Other thing. Uh, I want to thank him for, you know, buying a shirt. Again, everyone, thank you so much for buying a shirt and all that. Um, just thanks, everyone, so much for listening. All the new listeners this week uh, had a big spike. Um, you know, thank you so much for joining us. We're back on a regular schedule. Expect an episode out tomorrow. Uh, as far as everything else is concerned, um, have a good night. Have a good evening. Wherever you are, whatever time it is there, Thank you so much for listening. Please be safe out there.